Your pen has a sperm thing. It has sperm in it. So at the top there's like green liquid and little sperm. Are you sure that's a pen? If it's got sperm in it? It's, you sure it's that's a pen? pen. It's a pen. Is that what you call it? Is it? It's, a, it's an everyday <laughs> feature to you now. Else is. <laughs> Jeez, a lot thicker over here in the US. <laughs> Can't see what you're writing with because the ink's white. <laughs> well, it depends on depends on your medium, I guess. If if, if the if the paper is brown or black, then white also, will show up. Depends on your diet as well. Uh, I thought that was more taste, Hannah. Oh, oh yeah, what was you had a medically based job or something, didn't you? Mm, yes. That's what she No, I think with. she was just a she was just a cum taster. That isn't my normal <laughs> research. <laughs> 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 what a fantastic line of work. That's my clinical trial there. <laughs> you needed to fill in an appraisal, didn't you, today? So what, what filled did in you, something. Yeah. What, what, did, <laughs> what did you say in your appraisal? Well I haven't done it yet. I've got well, I, I've got the thing that I need to fill out, but I don't know what to say. What, what's the question? It just says, what does it say? Do you have it there in front of you? Um, hang on, bear with me. I think I do. All right, while she's rummaging for it. Guys, can we come up with something? I mean, let's ask ChatGPT. That's what we would like to do. What to do an appraisal? Yeah, well, we Brilliant. really did, didn't we? When it, it, I hope it, my it, boss doesn't listen to this for multiple reasons. Well, well you'd be fired. You wouldn't need an appraisal because you wouldn't be working there. You might get a raise depending on how what he's into. <laughs> yeah, or she's into it. Depending on what he thinks of you. <laughs> how I show compassion. What? Oh, Why? Dear. Why would you show I compassion? Would. What is it? This is it to clients, customers, or your fellow employees? Well, that's what I'm stuck on because I struggle it, with that in general. It's very vague. It's just is that literally just a question? Yeah. Just say yeah, I show compassion I to those. Say I, I I demonstrate and show compassion to those that need it, yeah. just like Jesus. And then say praise the Lord. And he can't fire you if you say stuff like that. That's it. He, he, he can't. You know. So go down the religious. Just religion. go down completely. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Oh, okay. There's more. If, if anyone wants. Yeah. To what else? What else? Trust. What? What? Do you trust? Yeah. Men? Th- does it, is that what it says on the form? How- trust. <laughs> Yes, yes, <laughs> How I've demonstrated that value. Hmm. Okay, let's move on. Um, courage. You've trusted secrets in the past. Lack of. Hold or... on, trust. This sounds like the Wizard of Oz. What's? Right? Yeah, what's? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's great. Oh dear. Right, let's get right into it. So, welcome to Holtzberg Way, Season One, Episode Twenty Eight. Johnny got a question. From oh. <laughs> yeah, from Petros from Vasuthi in Limassol. Oh, are you ready I for this one? There, I was just there yesterday. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so when he sent this question in, I did have to Google it, and it's factually correct. You ready? No. Yeah, let's let's do it. You've heard the story about the boy who said, and I hadn't at the time, which is why I then googled this. I'm 13 and I'm old enough to have sex because everyone else is starting to lose their virginity now. Everyone keeps saying to me that they practice safe sex and that I have to have a condom. But I keep looking down at my penis and it still looks the same. How long does it take to grow a condom? Or does it happen right before <laughs> sex? And, <laughs> and Petros asks, who in the Spurs squad was the 13-year-old boy and what's he like now as a man? 
so glad uh, you got that one. He just got sold. He just got sold to Bayern. <laughs> That's why he ran into the crowd. You've got my condom. Give it back. That's right. That's uh, a fantastic answer. Yeah, that, that's who I'd say. But if you go, if you want to go current, uh, current squad. Uh, oh boy. To be fair, he was current squad until about until a few days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Dyer's always struck me as just kind of a dunce. Like he's not. I mean, he's he could be a though. brilliant, brilliant he's, person. But he is. Do you know That's, anything about him? Do you know stuff that he does? Isn't he, he's scenes? really clever, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's very. got a gigantic brain. I know that. Well, look at the size of his bonds. <laughs> yeah. Bonds. <laughs> so my dad always called called it so. <laughs> and you were staring at Anna's bonds for how many years? Yeah. <laughs> oh, two. Yeah, two years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I think it's just because he always has that look on his face, you know, like the not as not nearly as dumb as uh, Jesus, but just just there, <laughs> Jesus like he needs, this yeah, looks like he he's needs, left the oven on or something. Oh yeah, yeah, he needs to close his close his mouth a little bit, you know, kind of <laughs> at least look like he's paying attention. Yeah. But now that to be fair, Dyer, he's he's a bit of an entrepreneur. He's got a few businesses going right now. And, um, he speaks multiple languages yeah, as well, doesn't he? He does. He's he's sort of middle to upper class as well. And uh, I mean, his middle name's Edgar. Put it that way. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he's he's not he's not he's not an idiot. It's just he had his time at Spurs and he's gone now. Wish him all the best. By the way, yep. did you not feel like? Did you cry when you heard his goodbye message? With joy, no. <laughs> I thought it was a, a good one when I watched it. It I, was real, like, but you didn't was, cry, yeah. right? No, I didn't no. cry. So no, I've, 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 I've heard three podcasts, three, where they said it was a tearjerker. Oh, grow up. Oh, they're just doing it for the mic. No. That's all they're doing. Honestly, doing it for clicks. And I'm, and and I'm I've never cried, I've never cried over a player leaving. Bale, Kane, Berbatov, whatever. I've never felt that sort of like... As feeling. A, well, as a 15-year-old, seeing Jurgen Klinsmann just after one season, he scored 29 goals. It should have been 30, but one of them got ruled off. When he okay? left, yeah, when he left, it was, I didn't cry, but it was it was heartbreaking. Mm. You know, every day I was hoping to read something in the newspapers that, you know, someone had changed his mind. And then I was reading, I remember the stories like where Jerry Francis would take him, do any of you remember this? Well, Jerry Francis would take him to pizza at his, his, this place in Enfield. I remember this story because trying to get him to change his mind, but off he went to Bayern as well. There's you know, no Fabrizio then, was then? No, there wasn't. <laughs> no, it, Fabrizio probably wasn't born. But it's, yeah, that's the only time that it bothered me. But yeah, moving on. Right, so we played Manchester United on Sunday. And Hannah, let's go over mm-hmm. to you first. So it was a 2-2 draw. Mm-hmm. And what before we get to you, what happened was I went to the pub, to Monderno pub in Limassol. It's an old man's pub, but it's there's quite a few Spurs fans in there, which is great. They all, I mean, if you combine the ages, it's about seven hundred years old. The three of them that are there, and <laughs> it's a shisha place. So it, I watch the games there because I just get to watch it on my own instead of having you know a bunch of dickheads around. And um, Nikos, the general manager, decided to switch the game off. Yeah, but that's his name. name. <laughs> it is his name, Nikos. Yeah, he, he decided to turn the TV off 
just before kick off. Yeah, he, he he turned basically there's like multiple, multiple screens, and so one of the guys wanted to watch a Cypriot game, if you want to call it that. <sighs> and so uh, yeah, he my TV went off, and it turned on just when Manchester United were celebrating, and when you, <laughs> and when you posted Hannah, um, shall I read it out? You can read it out. You may as well at this. Can point. you find it? Can someone I can read find? It out. Go on, that you have it. Go on then. What have we got done by walking cystic acne? There you go. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Topham. Sean Millis. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hannah, over to you, mate. What did you make of the game? Um, I thought it was... I, it was difficult because all of our predictions, we had us win by some margin, right? So, it didn't... It wasn't reflective of that. But I actually thought it was fine. We're away from home. Old Trafford is not easy for us. Um, and yeah, it was nice to see Werner play 80 minutes, even though we'll get onto that in a bit. Um, I think we just saw, like, I don't know, we can't wait till that starting 11 is back. Tell me about it. I think we saw glimpses of that, like what we can do. Um, and it just, yeah, just made me yearn for that, really. But yeah, so, all in all, I thought it was good. So guys, when we went 1-0 down, how did you lot feel? Um, oh. I th- tell you what, my pre-match nerves went instantly, so that's good. Mm. <laughs> I did, yeah. They were gone. Um, but at sort of the same time, the way the goal came about, I sort of just thought it looked very like the, the Tottenham of old. Like mm-hmm. everything within that moment, just, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Like the ball is bobbling about, and then eventually Adogi dispossesses Rashford, but the ball rolls straight to Hoyland, and then obviously you just a guy you can't hit a fucking barn door blasts it into the top corner. Like, and then it was ghosted after that. Where the fuck was he after that? Played for three minutes, that boy, and then he was gone. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't feel I didn't feel worried. I mean, I didn't see the goal, so maybe that has something to do with it. But I I didn't feel worried at all. I just thought, okay, we're going to come back into this. And I was still under... Oh, in fact, the first thing I thought was my prediction was 5-1. At least I've got the one out of the way. Now we can go for the five and I can get comfortable. <laughs> so that's... What, but I, it's great that this is Man- Manchester United that we're talking about. In fact, Johnny, when you started watching Spurs 2014, so you had missed Manchester United's heyday, right? You had missed... Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right, so let me, let me just... Who was, who was manager in 2014? Moyes. Oh wow! Good so you Moise. you literally never knew your Man United. Good. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I did. But the the funny thing is, is that my <clears throat> my mate at the time, she was a she was mate as in the person I was living with that I had kids with. Uh, she is a huge Man U fan. So she, well, I know she she told me all sorts of things, and 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 I did a little more research, and that's maybe one reason I chose Spurs and why I'm not with her anymore. Uh, but yeah I think to go back to that first goal though I was I was right with Josh I was like you've got to be kidding me I'm like it looked it just looked like we were getting ready to just get fucking hammered it didn't look good at all we didn't it just looked like we were ready to take it and it it, I was really worried after the first goal Uh, but I chugged another beer and and I settled down and then you know the rest is history after that first goal like even though they obviously they scored again later on, but we were in control literally from that moment until the final whistle. I know they scored in that time, mm-hmm. but they had two shots on target during the entire game. Both of them obviously went in. Is that all they had? Just two? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, they had, all together they had nine shots and two of them were on target. We had 16 and six were on target. Oh, we were far the better team. Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got the stats here. We had 64% oh, possession. They had yep. 36. Um, corners doesn't really matter, but we had 13. They had eight. We committed can I, can five I, fouls. I, they committed eight. Can I talk about corners? Did you um, did you notice when when Ericsson was taking corners, he was hitting the first man? <laughs> I didn't actually, but now you said you that, that it's it? fantastic, and, and, and he's still doing it. Uh, the one good thing, though, he did he did like he said hi to the Spurs fans, which was which was a nice touch. Oh, but I, I tell you what, I I yeah, but I feel sad when I when I see like he's just a shadow of what he was, not even a shadow. Mm-hmm. Well, he did die. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hard to come he's, back from that. He's got some demons in that closet. <laughs> uh, any more stats other than corners and? Oh no, I'm on the BBC website. So it's very um, basic. Yeah, I, I, I just I knew we'd come back into it. We did. And um, any other points you guys want to mention before we move on? I've got some stuff here. We've 90% pass accuracy. Can we talk about Bentoncourt as well? How many passes did we have? Uh, We had 497 and they had 237. And we're 90% accurate? Right, right. 90% accurate. So that means that that we had nearly double more accurate passes than they did, which is amazing. But let's let's just talk about Manu a minute. I tried to earlier, and this is why you can tell that we're not professional We're not doing Bentoncourt. That's fine. We'll carry on. No, no, we're going to talk about Bentoncourt in a minute. So I wanted to talk about Manchester United. So I've got this thing that I wanted to get off my chest, right? They were the by far the biggest club in England. Yeah, of course. Like in I would England. say they still are. Uh, they're, the big, they're, biggest probably the, they're probably well, the biggest club in the world, oh, I'd say. But why? why? Not the ba- best. Ba- but based on what, the, what they're the biggest in? Because finances, well, they're not, not the, anymore. That's not what I mean. I mean, what I mean is in terms like, of... Like fans. popularity and yeah. yeah, like you show the Man United badge anywhere, everyone knows who they are. No, right. there's no one but that doesn't that, know who Man United are. But that's going to wane, right? Because if they don't start produce, if they don't start doing what they used to do and what they're known for, and they haven't for how many years, then that's going to wear thin sooner or later, right? Mm. So Man Man City, who are a plastic club, and Chelsea, even Chelsea, you don't see too many people wearing Chelsea or Man City tops whenever you go on holiday, like in Cyprus, for instance, in the summer. Unless they're tourists who come over, you don't really see that because they are, to all intents and purposes, plastic club clubs. Thank you, Simon Jordan. Love the guy. Right. And and so yeah, Manchester United are, I would say they are, but back back in the nineties and the noughties and up until up till twenty ten or twenty thirteen when they last won when they were last won the championship. They were It was up until um, Fergie left, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and in 2013 when he won the league, they had a terrible, terrible squad and they still won the league. It was and like it, Tom Cleverley and Anderson in midfield, wasn't it? <laughs> Something Ev- ridiculous like that. Evans, John Stones at the back. Yeah, Evans. Not I John believe, Stones, sorry, fucking hell, Phil Jones. Phil Jones, <laughs> Evans, who is still playing now. and But they, they, Johnny, they were huge. Do you know what I mean? To, to go to Old yeah. Trafford, we knew as Spurs fans, forget it. It ain't happening. You know, it's not. We're not going to win. It's fine, you know. Just go there. Do you get, remember get that game when we were 2 0 up at half time? And I think it was Darren Bent and Modric scored. And I think that was the game when um, they got that penalty where Nanny picked yeah. the ball up, gave it back to Gomez, and then just then Nanny just rolled we it in. We lost 5 2, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So it, nothing was going our way. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't just uh, the fact that they were much better than us, just even if we were better than them, 
they were still getting it never mattered. Yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> and so for us to feel that, yeah, we went one nil down within was it two minutes? I can't remember. It didn't matter. Uh, I think it was two or three, wasn't it? Yeah, it didn't matter, right? We were going to come back into this, and you know what's even weirder? That if you had said this one exactly a year ago from now, you would have said, "There's no way us coming back. We're going to sit back. Mm-hmm. We're going to, for some reason, yep. low block a one nil loss, and we're going to think that that's going to that's going to work." Yep. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, and I've been waffling a lot, we'll come over to you lot in a minute, is that there are some journalists out there. And I have forgotten their names. They were mentioned on some some different podcasts where they say that all Ange is is a um, a motivator, and tactically he's actually not that astute. And I don't know if they're doing this for clicks. I don't know if uh, it was Jack Tatrunk who said it on his on his podcast. And I don't know if they're doing it for that. I don't know if it's clickbait. If I was their boss or their editor. I would ask him to create a retraction because unless you can... I mean, there's nothing to back that statement up with anything. And we drew at Old Trafford and how many players did we have injured? We had our probably best player. Well, we've got a whole midfield out, haven't we, really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Bar Bentancourt. Yeah, so let's talk about Bentancourt. Josh? How good was he? And Uh, considering he's he's not fully fit either, is he? No, no, not at all. No. Go back to what you said, though, uh, James. With like, if somebody says, if somebody's making an argument that he's not a good with the tactics of football, and he's just a motivator, let's let's you know let's let's break that out, or let's actually extrapolate that and say, okay, that's fine. That, that he's just a motivator. Great. Does it matter if he's winning and motivating people to run through walls? He could have genius staff behind him that helps the tactical part. But if he's a motivator, and I think that's what he is, I think that's probably one of his strong suits is that he's a motivator and he's a team builder because that's what it takes to win matches and win and win stuff is, is to build a team. Uh, I noticed one thing in the match, and I even commented to the people I was with on Sunday, um, when our team came walking out, I believe Andrew was either with them or right behind them. He was with the group or right behind them. Manu obviously came walking out at the same time. And then about two, three minutes later, there comes the dinky dork guy from Anu. And I thought, why wouldn't he walk out with his fucking team? Like, that's that's those are his players. Why wouldn't he be a part of them? Why wouldn't he want to be in the family of the team? Why wouldn't he want to be there? You say that now. Now you've mentioned it. I have noticed, like, a lot of the Man United games I do watch, like, for example, the second half would have kicked off. And then 47, 48 minutes. Then you'll see Ten Hag walking up the sidelines. He's like just come out then. Like, what's he doing? Is he's he doing like having... an Eric Dyer, taking a shit. Yeah, that's literally about to say. Is he like having a half-time shit? Or what does he? It's literally if you he's, watch him, he he's wanking out, of... wanking out his nerves in the in the locker room. Yeah, probably. But yeah, like you said, he's not, he never comes out with them, does he? He will he'll be two or three minutes behind them on his own. It feels, re- it, it feels really yeah. It feels really weird to me. So let's say let's just say that Ange is a, is a motivator. Great, he motivates people. That's fantastic. That's his job. Then but, fucking awesome. Yeah, but we got a good manager. But don't you think that's like quite one dimensional to say something like that when uh, look we've we have signed eight players right since Ange joined. If I'm not mistaken, it's eight. Ten if you include Poro and uh, and Kulisevsky. 
Yeah, am I right? Can you, I think could, so. I mean, they signed permanently after Ange, didn't they? But yeah, so you, but they were, they were part, so eight then, if you don't include You them. can say the same with Adogi then, really, couldn't you? Uh, he was on, we had him on loan at Udinese, didn't we? Yeah. Last season. Well, it's either seven or eight, right? So let's just say that. And look at the, there's still a lot of the players that were there under, under Conte. But it's not just, I mean, you could, you could put down the fact that he's a motivator with, with the way that he's galvanised the entire club. But you see, that only goes so far. Remember we spoke about Arteta, and we'll get onto that cunt in a minute, right? But when we've spoken about Arteta, where he, he tries to, and he's not a bad motivator, right? If it's the first time you're hearing, he's bullshit. But then after three times, it starts to wear thin. And then when you do something wrong, he hammers you for it in front of everyone. And then you lose your respect. Ange isn't like that, number one. And also the fact that his motivation continues to work is because the things he's telling the players to do uh, is being backed up with belief and that belief is coming because it's working, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And so you, to say that he's just a motivator, it's it's very one-dimensional and it, it, it fits a narrative of, oh, well, look, yeah, he's just a motivator. Go on, mate, it, it is, it, you're right, it is one-dimensional, but I... I think that's probably the hardest dimension to get right as a manager. That's probably the, yeah. the biggest the biggest hurdle to jump. Anybody can move numbers and, and letters around on a board and hold up a fucking light bulb and say, you know, run over here, do that. But how do you make how do you how do you entice him to do that? How do you make that player believe in what you're trying to sell? Like that's the I think that's the most challenging part. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you what he's done. Hannah, this is to you, right? Maybe it's to all of us, but Hannah asked this one first. In how long have you, how long would you say that you've supported Spurs? Don't say like from birth. I mean that you remember how many years? Twenty, twenty five. My my stepdad's Spurs, so for as long as he's been in my life, so yeah. All right. Oh, would you say Would you say that? Um, you just had a realization. How old you are now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> The 28-year-old thing goes out the window. So would you say that he is, that Ange is the only manager that has made you want to watch Spurs as much, first of all? Would you say that? Or what? what if not, I mean, then... Yeah, do you know what? It I feel like I invest in him. I don't really feel like I've ever invested in managers that much. Um... I did have a soft spot for Poch, but we don't really talk about him anymore. But he, I really buy into him as a person. So, yeah, I'd say yeah, actually. And I know this is like, it doesn't really matter. I'm just, I'm just putting on the group. Muted Josh, because it sounds (laughs) like he's going through some sort of uh, tunnel. Let's unmute him and let's see if we can still hear it. Yeah, can you hear that? No, it's because I burped, but I let it through. I didn't do it out loud. No, no <laughs> it's not that. Listen, Eldon, guys, can you there's hear There's a fan this? or something running There's a fan or, yeah, you're in. Look, so I'm going to mute you now. Go on, look at that. Perfect, right? I love being in control of this space station. Are you playing Romans? Well, I think there is there is a green bar. My green bar is constantly making noise. Because there's this fan in the background or your mum's cooking a casserole or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, it's the fridge. I'm in the kitchen. That's what it is. The fridge is buzzing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so, We're so professional. Yeah, so 
The other thing is that the other question is that when I know it doesn't count, but when we have when we have him doing press conferences, I can't wait to hear them. I've never done it before for any other manager where I've actually taken the time, gone onto YouTube that night and listened to the whole twenty minute thing. I haven't ever done that before, but this I I want to hear this guy, and I'll tell you why I do it because. This might sound weird and mundane, but because I have a team, I learn from this guy. Do you know what I mean? I, I like the way that he responds to people and the way that he does things and his mannerisms. And for me, it's like a bit of an educational thing. So I, I love watching him. And I hope that one day he can write a book about motivation and about tactics and about how to deal with people. In fact, just dealing with people. I think that it would be a bestseller, you know, and... And the other thing I wanted to say, which I was thinking about, and it sort of worried me a bit, was do you think we'll ever have, I know we should never, you know, never say never, but do you think we will or ever, do you think we'll ever have such a charismatic manager ever again? This is all of you. I mean, the way, you, we didn't expect anything like this from man, did we, when we first got him? I did. He, no, no, no. I did, and I said it. I have the receipts. So I did. Okay. So let's just put I'm that not straight. asking for receipts. I'm not fair <laughs> But you can listen to him. Episodes one, two, and three. Right? You can listen to him. That's a long way to go back. But I mean, at the beginning of it, we were all the whole. I mean, ninety percent of like Tottenham fans all wanted Nagelsmann, didn't they? And then what? Um, Ange was like what fifth or sixth choice after everyone else kept pieing us off and, and there was what no have you. Wasn't there? Like, yeah. God. Oh God. Remember. But now. Now we've got him. Where we were so low because we when we did get him because we were so. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But when we got him, we didn't want him. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But now, where we were so low at that point, the way he has been, he's brought us up so high. It's completely changed everything. And I know what you mean with the charismatic thing because he, he doesn't seem like the rest of them where they get asked a question and they beat around the bush, and then answer it in a really weird way, like no Pochettino did talking. Answers. Yeah talking about cows in a field, counting trains go by or something <laughs> weird like that. And then, but Postacoglu says how it is, what it is, when it is, and how he wants to say it. It's not... Do you know what I mean? Like, he'll use, he he'll use his terminology. Yeah, exactly. And so we're going we're gonna to move over to, to that cunt now. Um, in two and a half months, we have been without the majority of our spine. And he hasn't complained once. And then we see videos of Arteta being fed <laughs> by Salt Bay in Dubai. <laughs> and uh, I know the restaurant, by the way. I know it very well. And uh, it's, sure it's, not, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, put it that way. And the fact, I mean, some people have said that, oh, because of cost of living, he shouldn't have done it. I don't really care about things like that. You know, if you've, if you've got it and you if want to If he's got the it, money, why, yeah, why not? <laughs> do, do, do what you want, right? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Doesn't, just because of cost of living doesn't mean but, you should be eating McDonald's all the time, does well, it? Well, <laughs> I know, but but like we're, we're going to get on onto the question from... Um, who was it? Where did we get it from? Oh, from, from Mike. Actually, let's ask this question and we'll talk about it. So, at Mike G. Nolan asks, after seeing Arteta looking a knob in Salt Bay's restaurant... I think we will agree Ange would never. But where do you think he would like he would be likely to get pictured eating? I'm thinking all day breakfast in Weatherspoons. Considering considering last week's chat, we can all agree he is avoiding KFC nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Josh. I didn't realise how much that would catch on the whole nugget thing. Oh, bloody <laughs> hilarious. I'm so proud. Yeah. I wasn't so, even meant to be on yet. So I literally come on just before, at the end as well. And I've yeah. well, you changed you came, everything. You came on to do this Arteta skip. You didn't do it. So <laughs> I bought something what, better instead. Yeah. What What do you What do you think Ange would do? First of all, right, let's ask that question and I'll ask some more. Okay. So the way I see it, Ange would be in Toby Carvery. With Sam Allardyce, Sean Dyche, with the biggest pile of roast potatoes, meat, pudding. There'll be no veg on there, obviously. No. And it'll be drowned in gravy. And they'll be having the best conversation you've ever heard in your life. No idea what it'll be about, but it won't be about football anyway. And you know, the, you know the, the funniest thing about that is that even though there's so much food on the table, the thing that you instantly see when you look at them are the empty beer glasses. <laughs> there'll right, be a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> And so well, let's talk about Arteta a minute because, um, like, Flav made a point a few weeks ago on the Fighting Cock where he said we deserve a better, a better level of fan than Arsenal, right? Because they are our chief rivals, and I and I, I I agree with him wholeheartedly. I think that with success, though, the way that we're going, it does generate a a, a bunch of these nonce fans. So we're sort of seeing that. Do you know what I mean? We we you know we are we're we're sort of seeing that among Spurs fans, and we'll talk about that when we get to the the, the abuse of our of two of our players. But we deserve a better quality of um, how do I say this? Our the, our competitor, our chief competitor, deserves to have a better brand, and their brand right now is being fed directly into his mouth by Salt Bay, and he's looking as Mike says like a knob. I could never, ever picture Ange doing something like that. And it's not just because, you know, I don't want to be pictured in in, in, in Sulkway's restaurant. He just, he would think about a lot of different things. This guy, as I've said it for ages, is an absolute mama's boy. He's always been given whatever he's wanted. You know, if I think I want to do something, I'm going to do it. I don't care about the, you know, I don't care about this and that. He's a fucking narcissist. He's an arrogant prick. And I am so happy. I'm so happy that he's at Arsenal. And I want him to stay there for as long as possible. Discuss. Well, it seems Barcelona are tapping him up at the moment. Apparently, are they? Yeah. Well, he come from there. Did he come from their academy? I'm sure he did. Hey, I'm sure he did. But did Stevie Wonder take over Barcelona? <laughs> why, why? Why would they be tapping him up? Are they not seeing what oh, we he's see? Spanish, and he's from their academy. Oh, what do you mean he's do. Spanish? I, I've, got, I've got friends who are Spanish. They're not tapped up by Barcelona. What? Yeah, but they weren't. But you know what Barcelona are like? They love the whole in-house thing, don't they? Everything comes from their academy, and he will ruin their house. You know, so they can. They, I, I really hope he doesn't go. I want him to stay there for. I don't think possible. personally. I don't think they'll be able to afford him. They're they're in the fucking mud, aren't they, with finances and everything? Well, we'll, we'll get on to we'll get onto the finances in a bit, and I think maybe we'll cover some other clubs other than the Premier League. I just 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 one final thing. He finished. I mean, they last season was the biggest bottle job in Premier League history. Fact. Right. Let's not beat around the bush. Forty-seven days. Fact, there was no team ever in Premier League history that has done what Arsenal did. And he was at the helm. If this season they don't finish first or second or win the Champions League, because they're at the FA Cup, at the, at the EFL Cup, do you think he gets to stay another season? And this will be the end of the Arsenal chat. You know what? I think he does. Oh, I hope so. Purely because he's a manipulator. He's managed to manipulate their whole fan base into thinking he's some, I don't know. He's made everyone believe it's not their fault. 
It's yes. like, like the ethics. Everyone like the, else is fault. The FA is against them and things like this. He's made everyone believe it's a massive victim like victim. inside job to stop Arsenal from ever doing anything. And yeah. the fans lap it up and they all believe it as well. But isn't that short term? Like for, I'll give you I'll give you this example, this scenario. In two years' time, in, in twenty as I as I as as we posted on Twitter. In 2027, Spurs will win the league. If we carry on the way we're going, we are going to win it because every other club won't be able to spend a penny on players, right? We we hopefully we win it before before that. But let's say we win the league next season and he finishes fourth. You think you think the the the, the stuff that he comes out with is still going to be sold to the Arsenal fan base? Oh, I think They'll if, it, if, if we were to they? if we were to win the league, then no. But that's because of the rivalry. And I think about how sick I'd feel if Arsenal won the league. But the th- thing is, mate, I've seen them win it so many times. It doesn't. It bothers me, but I'm no longer in England, so I don't have to worry about it too much. <laughs> yeah, you like, don't have you, to deal with it. Yeah, I know. I know you lot, you lot do, but it's I, I because I've seen it before. But for them, they've never seen it. I don't mm. think there are many Arsenal fans who are around 60, 61, 62. I don't think they were. So uh, I just and if if we win it under Ange, you know, it's gonna be one in style. Right mm-hmm. and 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 with our B team, which is even funnier. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I I would love us to win the league, but I want him to remain as long as possible because he is the gift that keeps on giving. So let's move on. Oh, by the way, just going back to the Manu game. What did you lot think of seeing all of our defence back? Oh, Lovely, so happy Lovely. For two and a half minutes until we conceded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they haven't been playing, have they? I was surprised like, that Vanavan played as long as he did. Yeah. But how good did he look as well, though? Yeah, he looked good. He looked good. When he pulled up that one time, or when I can't remember what happened, but he oh no, don't my t- heart tweaked sunk. his knee. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! Not yeah. another Benjamin Kerr uh, uh, chance. Yeah, but it was, Out- I think it was, I think it was amazing just seeing him back together again. Yeah, Out- I can't remember chat. what Ange said. What did uh, in the press conference? Didn't he, didn't he, he said something about them being together? I can't remember the word he, uh, he used. A one or two word description. Ridiculous, I think. Yeah, I'm I can't not, remember what it says. I can't remember. I can't remember. Well, I know that when Van der Ven pulled up with Cramp, the group chat went quiet. <laughs> and then and then Josh just wrote, it's Cramp. Van der Ven's dead or something, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. First you wrote, you wrote he's dead. dead. And yeah. then it was like, no, 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 it's Cramp. It's Cramp. And it was like, <laughs> party time. But he came out and said it was Cramp as well, which made which was even better. The fact that he said it himself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw him, uh, people pulling at his foot and trying to pull it up, I'm like, oh, God, thank God, that's just Cramp. Yeah. So about the game, we, I mean, you lot brought it to, to some of what you brought to our attention that uh, Werner and uh, Brennan Johnson were getting dogs abuse. Oh, it wound me up so much, but carry on. <laughs> have you, have you, I was going to, I should have put this on the running order, but have you got any, uh, any tweets that we can, can we call out some of these cunts? Some of these Artetas? Hang on. I'll be able to find some. I know one person in particular. Let's we'll go to her profile. Can, look, talk about yourselves. I've got to dig for it first. Don't just yeah. wait for me. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to learn this filler thing. Or both. Yeah, so about, like, Hannah, what did you... I, I try not to really go on social media after a game, whether it's a win, loss, or draw. Uh, unless Arsenal... I'll, I'll take the piss out of Arsenal. You know, that's what I do. I don't mind doing that. But I don't like doing it and I stopped doing it because I, I don't understand why some people who call themselves supporters want to then start slagging off our players. And if I'm not mistaken, like with Werner, he had 
he hasn't played a full game since September, and he mm-hmm. had uh, played eighty minutes, seventy minutes, yeah, something. Eighty minutes. Eighty minutes. Yeah. Right. He he when he joined, he wasn't Kane's replacement. We spoke about that last week. Yeah. He, he when he signed, Ange. I don't know if you've heard this. It's come out sort of since, but Ange said to him, "You're not going to be the front person. You're not going to be there. It's not all about goals for you." It's about assisting. It's about making space. And that's your position. But for some reason, people seem to want to hate. And then they want to call themselves supporters, but not support the players. And there's something wrong with this formula, with this equation. It doesn't work out. I mean, you would fail in maths if you put this down. Because if you're a supporter, support the players. And while Josh is still trying to find this thing, if you've had... I've got two screenshots in the group chat. Bear in mind, this is all from the same game. Look at just read through could, them. Could, can you read them out? Go on. Okay, hang on. Let me go back into it. So, what's the previous one? What's the first one? Okay, this one. Okay, so this is all from the same person. Do we just say the at? You have to call <laughs> them out. Know. Why? Don't say it. Hold on. I'll, I'll say it. Well, you should have. You should have. I'd, say it's, I'd say it's public. Why not? Why not? All right. Yep. Tans Leona. Who? Everyone that she okay. Anyway, I read. Well, everyone okay. knows her apart from me. Obviously, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> you don't know anyone like. that we talk about. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I'm with you. Don't worry. Luke and okay, so, I'm kind of glad I don't know her. So the first one, I just feel like Johnson is win- winging it every game. Next tweet. Johnson, ugh, Johnson is so trash. Another good opportunity wasted. I just want a winger that can cross and give me more than just pace. He's so useless. The next tweet. What does Johnson provide? I'm tired. The tweet after that, Werner, what on earth are you trying to do there, mate? Then the next one is uh, a little something nice about Porro, so we'll save that one. Uh, after that, Brentson Johnson, uh, Brentson, <laughs> Brennan Johnson <laughs> needs to touch bench for the foreseeable when Son Kulu and Madders are back. We all know it's going to happen anyway because he's not a starter when they're there anyway, so that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Hoybier is another one, absolute shock of a performance. He just looks like a player that CBA because we want to get rid. After that, bring on, bring on Hill. He can't be worse than Johnson, surely. Then further up, wow, I'm shocked. I can't believe Johnson is still on the pitch. This is all <laughs> so close That's together. That's like a really negative stream Don't, of well, consciousness. You, you, you skipped over the most negative one when she said, Man United, last minute winner. You just know it. Oh, <laughs> man. We all thought that, to be fair. That's something we all Fucking... thought. <laughs> well, so, a little bit, but you're not so... talking into existence. So one, one sec. So this is Tans at Tans Leona. T A N S L E O N A. You're a cunt. Sure. Uh, you can feel free to say hashtag start it. Hotspur wasted. You're a cunt. Okay, uh, because you are. And anyone who who decides to say that they're a fan or a supporter and they come up with trash like this, you're an absolute cunt. In fact, I'm going to tell you an analogy. Right. Uh, I am a. Let's just say I am an underwriter. No, no, not an underwriter. I'm a mechanic, right? I, I, you know, I like these uh, analogies with the mechanics. I don't you know love why. them, don't you? you yeah, love I them. do. Just greasy old men. I don't understand. Anyway, right? <laughs> so we love a bit of role play, don't you? My <laughs> missus is right here, actually. She's staring at me with a blank face. Thinking, a, you're not a mechanic. A... <laughs> <laughs> I might be tonight, darling. No, it's still nothing. <laughs> She's... You got oh, no money a... to pay for that car. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit of a smile coming. Right, so... Something will be coming. So what happens is someone turns up at my shop and uh, there's a they've got a I don't know 
a really expensive car, let's say Ferrari, and it's got a little scratch on it. And uh, he comes in and he, he starts screaming. He goes, look, there's a scratch. There's a scratch on my car. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to write it off. It's written off. Well, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, just give it to me for a day. I can, I can, yeah. Maybe I can just buff it out. It doesn't make, even need a respray. No, 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 no. I'm writing it off. I'm, that's it. I've been spent so much money on it. Uh, it's got a little scratch. That's it. I'm not going to give it any time. I don't care. That's, the, that's what all of these fans are doing. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we signed, is there a fan going off or your fridge or something, mate? Or something. I'm taking off. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, oh, sounds like a washing machine. Sounds like someone's about to, or their laptop fan is about to explode. I don't know. Uh, you, you guys love making the post-production so easy on me. Right, so <laughs> what I don't, what I don't get is that when we sign these players, they are signed by, number one, the manager who these people... I'm pretty sure if I was to go through at Tans Leona's uh, timeline, she would have things, you know, saying lovely things about Ange, right? Okay, so use some critical thinking. Number one, you um, love the manager. This is the manager who signed this player. Who cares about what the amount of money was? It's not your money. Okay, Ange sanctioned the deal. And I'm pretty sure that Levy said to him, mate, they want $47 million for him maybe spread over 10 years or whatever it is or his length of his contract, do you still want him? Yeah, I do. I see enough there. I've spoken to the kid. I see enough there. And we'll probably won't use him, you know, like like uh, Forrest did. Maybe we'll use him in 70% of the games. Now, due to injury, he's played every game. And yeah, he's, he's he needs some self-belief. He needs all of this. But to call him out, because I guarantee you this, this Tans Leona, who I still don't, I mean, her and George Bannister can both fuck off. But what I, I'm pretty sure that, that this this person strays for no reason. <laughs> Good old Paul. I'm pretty sure that this this person would love it if if Brennan was to read these tweets. I think she would be overjoyed if he was to like have a sad face comment, which he would never do, right? She would be so happy. She would retweet it and whatever. What fucking kind of human being are you? Honestly, and you call yourself a fan. It's the thing. The thing I hate most is they will only look for. They'll be watching the game in front of them, and they'll only ever pick up on the negative things, the things that suit their agendas, things like that. Someone can do something ridiculously good. Say, for example, if Johnson did something well, he took on a couple of players, got a ball in, whatever. They wouldn't mention that, but because the ball got to no one, I'd be for fuck's sake, Johnson, pick out your man, mm-hmm. something like that. It's literally just trying to beat down a player. And how he hasn't even been with us for a whole season yet. I mean. Look at Swemi Sign Son, for example. That first season, don't get me wrong, he was he wasn't great. But there are people all over the place wanting to send him back to Germany because he was linked to Wolfsburg, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, on after our first season, he was linked to Wolfsburg, but he said no, he wanted to stay and fight for his place. And now look at him; he's we're we're crying for him to come back from the tournament that he's in now, but. Johnson's in the same sort of predicament that Son was in when he first started. Can't, new system, new team, new whatever. But you've got to give him that first season. You can't just write someone off in, straight away just like that. You, no, Johnson's no. young as well. What look, I mean, you, you, some people might say, well, you, you shouldn't, you're a hypocrite, James, because you talk about sessing on. I mean, we'll, Ere sent us a lovely <laughs> question, which we'll get to, get to a bit later on. But you know what? sessing has been with us for four years. And... Injured again. Like <laughs> In, no, he does. He doesn't, right? And he's injured again. And you know what? When I see that boy, because he's he's a kid, right? 
when I see him play, what I see is that he doesn't, he's not wholehearted. Now, I'm only going on what I see from his, you know, his his uh, body language and the way he is and what he does. Like that game when he came off, I can't remember who it was against, where he wanted to come off. And it was like, I don't know if you remember it, it was a few years ago where he, he was like, he was playing and we had made all our subs and he wanted to come off. And it was like, but you, there's nothing wrong with you. And he just, no, no, I want to come off. It, it, he doesn't, it looks like he doesn't give his all. And I've worked with people like that. And are they like superbly high achievers? No, they're not. You know, they're just happy to live on the fence and that's where they that's where they are. And why don't I think that he will ever develop under Ange? It's because of the mentality. And then Ange was speaking about uh, Bentacor and Romero, where he said, guys, are you sure? Yeah, we want to play. We want to play for this team. Cessignon probably had, I don't know, he needed some strepsils. And he wasn't, you know, he said, said to Ange, I'm not up to it. Like I don't know. I'm just, yeah. yeah, yeah, he does, right? And I'm exaggerating, obviously. Maybe he's cropped for the 17th time in six weeks. But the, the, the thing is, when someone's been with you enough for a long enough period and you don't see progression, you still shouldn't slag them off. Yeah, we can make a joke or two. Um, but we're talking about Brennan Johnson, who's played 17, 18, 19 games for us this season, 20. How much? Mm. I don't know how many it's been. And there is there's potential there. I just want to say, I don't, I don't think that our players are, or any player, is beyond criticism. But I just... I read these things and I think do you actually enjoy watching football? Do you enjoy watching your team play? Why do you even bother watching them? It just seems like a painful experience for you. It's like, almost like they... I see it like they've never ever smiled sort yeah. of thing. It's the people who play video games with cheat codes. Literally. <laughs> they weren't any you know cheat codes I mean? in Romans, are they? Rem total there are plenty of them. Google them. Oh, I will. Now I can maybe learn how to attack someone. <laughs> Did you know there's one you can do where you can get an Ollie font from Lord of the Rings in it? Really? It, oh, yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right. This is, this is the wrong podcast for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, carry on. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> Dorks. <laughs> so, question for Hannah. That's what the running order says. George, who is at don't follow 1882 on X, asks... It's is that this thing? Don't follow? Or are you telling us not to follow him? No, that's no. I would never say not to follow him. Our <laughs> slags. Aww. So I think it's, it's, do, it's do not follow at eighteen eighty two. Do oh, not what did I write? Yeah, sorry. Do not. Uh, you know, I like oh, to read these things wrong. Yeah, do not follow at eighteen eighty two. Who's hitting their head against the desk? That was me again. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the eve of the North London derby and a magical genie. Aren't all genies magical? I mean. Anyway, visits you with the offer of controlling how many goals are scored by Spurs. In return for a goal, you must insert a fish finger up your bum, but you can't control how many goals Arsenal score. How many fingers do you go with, Hannah? Okay. By the way, before Hannah answers, can we also say that Todd has answered this question? He has. We need to be he careful. was. He was right in there, wasn't he? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I just need, I just need to find it. He's uh, about it. No, no. Just start finding it, Hannah. You can. You can start dissecting well, this I one. Have, I have a couple of questions first. They, these weren't covered in the question. Are these frozen fish fingers or are they cooked fish fingers? Would you or prefer they, frozen or, or cooked or thawed? This completely mushed results. Well, what would you prefer, Hannah? Well. I want to get as many out there as possible. 
So. <laughs> Have you got the bird's eye box of 24? Listen, I did my research. They've got to 30 now. 30? 30. Oh, wow. Do they have a one plus one? Listen. Yeah. Right. Hang on. I need the evidence. I need to post it in the group. Anyway, I'll do that in a minute. Um, I mean, if they're they're cooked, the possibilities are endless, surely. Well, within reason. Well, I can't find James's answer. So, I, I just put it in the chat, but oh, have you? Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. and also they do sound- do chunky ones now. Do chunky ones count for more than one goal? What you can also you get battered you count, or breadcrumbed. Do you count it when you slag a chunky guy that it counts as one more than one? I can't say I have. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! Believe it or not. Um, <laughs> I if I okay. I I reckon on a good day I could do I reckon I could do a box of thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! So we're winning thirty to two. Well, I have no control over how many they score. Well, I don't think they're going to score more than two. But I, I need mean. a buffer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gone past the point if you were supposed to win and gone into the enjoyment. Uh, yeah, also, <laughs> the enjoyment. Yeah. No, listen, James. Listen. I'm listening. I'm listening. Be tight. Right, so the goal difference counts. Something's not going to be tight. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Goal difference is going to count. I'm, t- I'm taking thirty for the team here. So, I think oh, you're. I think you're, 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 I think you're preparing for the zombie apocalypse of shoving that much food in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> the question was asked, and I was here to answer. So. <laughs> I think you're just too eager to put food inside of your bum. Listen, that's a different <laughs> pod. <laughs> Don't want to read out uh, Todd's answer as yeah, well. Yeah, go on, go on. Who's going for it? I reckon Johnny. I reckon the. Uh, uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, sure. Oh, I um, love it when Johnny reads stuff. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to clarify that uh, I would take. I wouldn't take fingers. I'd take an aquarium. Make it Sea World in my sphincter. <laughs> that man would take orcas up his ass, and you're having a go at me. <laughs> And it's just, it's so, it puts such a different take on free willy, doesn't it? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, dear me. Right. Fantastic. Jose sacked. Johnny, discuss. Oh, our friend Jose Mourinho just got sacked by Roma today. Uh, I didn't know this, but he had been there uh, almost uh, 929 days at the club. He won the what the fuck did he win there? The Conference League, Europa League, yeah, the Conference League. Yep, he won it in two thousand and two, and since then he hadn't been very good. So it runs right in his normal time frame of what is it like four seasons, give or take? He usually max, shits the bed and he gets max, fired. Yeah. yeah, maximum four seasons. He got a red card, and I think it's it was his second red card this season. He's gotten. He got. He got, no, he got. He got one, and three days later, he got another one. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Did almighty. you hear about the one he got recently? Oh, yeah, it yeah, was tell fantastic. Us. Yeah, tell us about he, it. He went on the pitch, took the ball away from the referee and booted it into the stands. Holy <laughs> moly. And then the referee obviously unhinged. sent him off. But all the Roma the Roma fans love him. But obviously after he did that, all the Roma fans are giving him a standing ovation as he's being obviously sent off the pitch. Was there does anyone know, was their football as turgid as it was when he was with us? And with Man U and with Every other club apart from his first stint at I Chelsea. I never, never watched. Right I, I honestly don't know. 
Well, your brother might, Johnny. I mean, he loves him, doesn't he? What did he say? What did he say about, about Jose? <laughs> he, said, he said, hopefully he comes back to Chelsea. And I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> They're just scavengers at this point. Can I, can we, look, we talked about Arsenal. Let's talk about Chelsea a minute. Not for too long, right? Do you think that Pot should be sacked? I don't want him to be. No, he can stay. <laughs> no, no, but no, just, just you, you know, you're not a Spurs fan. You've got a football head on now. Do you yes. think that he should be sacked? <laughs> so do I. I, I. I don't think so because they have. Well, I don't know, man. He's he's got a lot of. I don't know. That's a hard one to answer because their owner is completely fucking unhinged, and they have all <laughs> sorts of weird pieces that are that they're trying to move in and out of a and to make a cohesive team. And I think I think I think Poch probably is regretting the job that he took because of all the disastrous mess that Chelsea are in, and they have been in, and they're going to be in for a long time because of the owner needs to just saddle up and stop being a goddamn American cowboy and use his head. It's incredible. So when in in America, is he like, do you know him? Is he talked no, about? I, I, well, I, I didn't know him until he bought Chelsea, but you know, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, generally, I don't know much of what's going on, but it it's uh, <laughs> just looking at what they've done. It's, it's amazing. It's it's utterly amazing that they've spent that much money, that much effort and time, and they have gotten squat over it. How much money they've spent in the in the last two seasons? Over a billion. Over yeah. a billion. Oh, wow. Is it true that he's he's bought the? Uh, yeah, it's true. He bought the Golden Globes. I'm glad about this. He owns them as a entity sort of thing doesn't he? <laughs> he he owns I don't I mean maybe that'll be he probably thinks that that's the only way Chelsea are going to win silverware he's going to have season. more he's, up in Chelsea yeah he's, uh, <laughs> he's bought the Golden Globes uh, I, I I find that really weird I mean uh, but I I used to think that with Poch what would happen is he would start to get his point across around about November December They've won three in a row, but they're nowhere near where they should be. Mm-hmm. Talking about a team that spent that much money and they're are they tenth, twelfth, where are they? Something like that. Mid table. I literally had the league table right in front of me, Jeremy. Yeah, I thought they were higher than they that. They are. Took a jump ninth. recently. They're ninth. Well, ninth. I think it's their highest league position this season. Uh, I do have a question because of the Jose thing. Yeah. Go um, if if somebody had to put a gun to your head and they said you your your team your club could either have Jose or Conte? Which would you choose? Jose. I'm with you. Only because he's more charismatic. Football. Yep. Totally. 100%. Yeah. The footballs are the same. It, 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 they're both awful. But Jose, at least, is very entertaining. Conte's a miserable fucking son of a bitch. At least he was when he was at Tottenham. And Conte hasn't found a job yet, has he? I don't think he's not found one. I don't think he's looking. <laughs> I think he's yeah. just like enjoying his time off away from football. Are there are Spending there rumors millions. That, that that Jose's going to get Southgate's job? I hope so. I'd love him to be the England manager. It would be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, oh we my. would go from a would go from someone who's got no character, no charisma whatsoever, to someone who at least has something. <laughs> he's got all care. He's got everything. He's got all the characters. <laughs> so, question from Palm Coys, who is at Almeida nine nine zero one one, asks. Who, in your opinion, is the most influential player of this season? 
and who makes the biggest difference in our squad? Oh. Biggest difference, oh, I think, is Poro. Biggest difference to me is Poro so far. Obviously, Madison is huge, but he hasn't been here enough. But Poro for the season so far. Oh, and an influential player, I think, uh, is... Uh, I'd say Benton Co. Uh, I was thinking influential in the same way that people think Ange is influential. Just more of a, a captain and and mm-hmm. and leading by example and that kind of thing. And, and, and I would say Romero, except for the red cards. Um, so your influential player is who? I'm trying to think. Uh, probably Sonny. Sonny and your and the one who makes the biggest difference is Poro Hanna. That was exactly yeah. what I had as well. Like Poro, just he's just got loads of passion, doesn't he? And he just plays mm-hmm. for the badge every time. Um, Sonny, <clears throat> I think he's just really grown into being a leader, and he's a positive influence on everyone. Um, like we saw, sort of the. And era kind of really begin there, and I think he's really grown into it. It suits him. Josh. Um. What? So, what are the two options? One was. So one is who is the big? Who makes the biggest difference? And yeah. Which player is most influential? Now you can just choose one player. I am. I've chosen one. Um. I. I think. I'll go with Benson Court for. Um. Oh God, I could easily pick him for one of the other. To be fair. But I want to be annoying and pick two. I want because oh, I don't know. I so so uh, Bentecor is who most influential, or it makes the biggest difference. I'd say since he's come back into our midfield, he's made a huge difference. He looks since he's come back from his injury against Bournemouth, he was fantastic. I mean, United the other day, he was incredible. I think he got man of the match, did he? Yeah. Although I do reckon Richarlison could easily have got man of the match. He was yeah, fantastic as well. You know what? We didn't really cover Richarlison at all, which is we should have. That was a yeah, bit unfair of us. But he was great. He was really mm-hmm. good. Right, mm-hmm. that's and he's another one that's been getting pelters online just because yeah. he hasn't got Mbappe numbers yet. I won't have. But but he scored more goals than all. Oh, of by Arsenal's the way, will, you still, get, will you still get your fifty quid if he scores another eight goals? Oh god! I think he will need that on his legal counsel. Let's move on. <laughs> my 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 player would be. Vicario for both, and I'll tell you why. I believe that a goalkeeper is that he's the rock that holds up the back four, back five, or whatever he is. And when he's there, the guy sort of is probably a bit annoying, but the guys in front of him know and are confident enough to know that he's got their back and he'll tell them where to go, where to run. We saw it recessing after the game, he does that throughout each game. And the next Who's time, he's annoying towards our, our players or the opposition, both. Both, mm. I think. Just do you remember the Newcastle game? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Callum yeah. Wilson. So yeah, he's a right character. And if you listen to him in post-game interviews, he's a, he's a really good talker. Yeah. Like he, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he I love what he mind. said about signing for Tottenham as well. He would have yeah. signed oh, it in yeah. blood. In blood. Yep. Yep. And you know what? Because this sounds really like racist, but because he's Italian, I can picture him. Do you guys have any Italian friends who have been to Italy? Do you know? Mm-hmm. I've been to Italy. Right, okay. Been there loads of times. And... Um, Got quite a few Italian friends, and I can picture him saying this, like holding up his right hand, putting his fingers all together, saying, <laughs> yeah. I will sign it. And you know what? He means it as well. It's not just one of those things, off the cuff things that some players say. This guy means it. And he also said that he would have walked, he would have walked from Italy to Tottenham and signed it in blood. And everyone seems to forget that other bit where he said he would have walked it. 
And so, yeah, for me, it's for me, it's him because I don't want to think what would happen if he wasn't in the team, and especially when we 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 didn't have a defense at all. Mm -hmm. I didn't want. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I don't mind Forster, but I I didn't want to think what would have happened. So for me, he's the most influential. The biggest difference. That's a very good point, actually. Do you you see him hang from the crossbar during the match last week? Yeah, one arm as well. (laughs) What a boy! (laughs) Looks like a monkey. Man is awesome. That was right at the end as well, wasn't it? They had a free header in the 94th minute, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And ballooned over. It was just showing off at that point. Oh, I love him. <laughs> so final... To be fair, you, when we were naming them two players, and I forgot about Vicario, I can't lie. I, know, I, I think we're in guilty there. Him that, and Bentancourt, I'd say. We, we, I always look at the outfield players, I always forget about the goalkeeper. Yeah. It's just because of how vocal he is, you know what I mean? But, you know, and, and what he's done for us. Okay, so we're going to move on to the final bit of the pod. And a lot of people have jumped on to the levy time business. And the reason why is, Hannah, how many clubs have spent money on players so far in this transfer window, bearing in mind this is the 16th of the month? I don't think anyone has. Okay. Well, one Apart has. Apart from us. Yeah, there you go. Tottenham Hotspur. Everton, are we the only ones? We're the only ones. Hmm. As of today, we're the only ones. Everton apparently are about to be docked some more points. And you've got... You've got masters calling them a small club, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. He said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't just. Yeah, he just. Uh, now, that was silly. I uh, shall I say the thing about Man City? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. So, what we're seeing here is Nottingham Forest are about to be done. Is that correct? Or most likely, yeah. or Wolves are? Is it? Everton have been done, maybe twice, you know. These are all small clubs we're talking about right now, according to the head of the Premier League. (laughs) Chelsea most likely have to sell players. They can't bring anyone in. Arsenal have roughly £10 or £11 million to spend only, which means they can maybe pay Salt Bay's bill. And uh, and Manchester United (laughs) can't spend anything. If they're going to spend, they need to fix that fucking roof of theirs. You know what? It looks like Levy's played a blinder. Because if you remember, he has been banging on about FFP for the last few years. And he likes the word game changer. And he said game changer twice that I remember, where he mentioned the stadium would be a game changer. And he also mentioned the FFP, and especially the new FFP that's coming in, where clubs can only spend up to 70% of their revenue on player transfers, player and coach salaries, agent fees, blah, blah, blah. 70%. Most clubs at the moment are in the 90s. And this comes in in the 25-26 season. Spurs are already the third biggest sporting, or when we're talking about biggest, money-generating sporting entity in the world. We're talking about all sports. Dallas Cowboys are first, I can't remember who's second. Tottenham Hotspur are third. And that is without covering this year's financial statements. Yeah, that was since 2022. Right. Uh, I suppose we were in the Champions League then, so it'll probably be a bit more. But we have had some concerts since then. And we haven't really spent, I think we've got a net spend of 100 and something million, not much, due to Harry Kane being sold. What do you guys think about all of this? I mean, let's rephrase that question. Where does it put... Have, uh, Daniel Levy in your 
in your eyes, in your view? Well, you know, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a Levian lover because of a the haircut and b the financial <laughs> prudence. So <clears throat> Levian all the time. I've never I've never not liked him to be honest with you. I mean, again, I can't speak to to this too much because I'm not I didn't grow up in the London town area. Uh, but it's just a you never the devil you don't know is is so much worse than the perceived devil that you do right mm-hmm. so all these people saying oh i want levy gone well who the fuck's going to take his place a b it's his club or we'll put him at the at the helm of it he has to sell it he has to be willing to do that so you can sit here and bitch all you want about it it's still a business in, in a sense right mm-hmm. am i wrong to say that no no 100 mm-hmm. so and and he's put if if you know we can let's fast forward let's get into our our DeLorean and fast forward three four five years down the road, if we're the only club that has a great stance to buy new players and to to maneuver the way that a club needs to because of all the the financial responsibility that he's had and he's done it well then I hope all these people that have been levy out for so long finally come around and say he's done well. This oh, is great. They're know, not going to see that happen. No, no, they're not. They're no, not they're going to, mate. Just like they weren't. Yeah, just like they weren't. Yeah, yeah. Just like our friend Array. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll cover him. We'll cover him in a minute. But um, <laughs> so I, I want to ask you guys a question, right? Do you believe that you know, like every year, year on year, players' salaries are going up, right? Mm-hmm. Like when Jurgen Klinsmann signed in 1994, he was the highest-paid player. I don't think in the world, but in England he was at twenty thousand British pounds a week, and it was like twenty thousand pounds a week. Wow, unbelievable! And he was getting something like two thousand pounds a goal. So, I mean, it was you know he, he we we couldn't believe it at the time. Now players are on. Actually, I don't know. I think Kevin De Bruyne is the highest paid player in the Premier League at nearly three hundred k a week. Mm-hmm. Then they have various bonuses and other things that go in. Do you think in the next two years, Hannah, I can ask you this one. Do you think in the next two years, players are going to say, you know what, Uh, I know that I'm on 250 and my next big contract, I'm I'm actually looking to go to 170. Do you think that's going to happen? No. No. No, right? Never. Never, Never going to happen. You wouldn't sell your house like that, would you? No, no, you wouldn't. And you know what's really interesting, guys? That it's not just the 70% of your revenue that needs to be spent here. So 70% is a lot lower than what it currently is. And um, what's really interesting here is Spurs have the means to generate money far more money than any other club in Europe right now. Real Madrid, when their stadium is done, will be in that position. But because they're in Madrid, not in London, that does count. Okay, They are going to have like a retractable pitch. They're going to have concerts there and whatnot. But it's not the same pull as London. So you're going to have a lot more contracts. They don't have the NFL. They'll never have the NFL there. Spurs are looking to have an actual franchise over there. Johnny, I don't know if there's news over there about it, but it's, it's no. well. It's I, I've, I've heard rumblings. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, and and the other thing which is so significant is that the auditing of clubs in 2025, some accountants and some financial or football financiers are saying 
it will go up 400%. So it won't be, oh, what's this invoice here for 400 million? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just, uh, just oh, we found it behind the couch. It's fine. Oh, yeah, all right, it's fine. It won't be like that at all. You will have to account for absolutely everything. Rules are changing on, on sponsorships as well. So, for instance, if UEFA deems that you are a club, let's say Newcastle, okay, they're not, you can say they're a big club, but they're not huge. And all of a sudden, they are sponsored by a Saudi company who pumps in 400 million over two years. The 400 million won't count. They won't be able to use it as part of their 70%. So they can, they can move money around that way and then Interpol can take care of them. But with regards to the Premier League and UEFA, 400 million or whatever that amount is won't count. What will count is the going rate. So if the going rate, for instance, is 40 million, then 40 million out of that, so only 10% of that 400 million, will be counted per year. And so because of that, these clubs have a choice to make right now. Do they continue spending, like money's going out of fashion, or do they start to look at other ways of generating money? Now, Spurs have done all of that. They spent 1.2 billion. They've also got the best training facility in the world. Mm-hmm. If you're going to start doing something like that, I think we spoke about it last week. You, you're talking about a 10 to 12 year plan if you start now. So Everton haven't even done that with their new stadium. There's no one else in the Premier League other than Everton who are building a new stadium, I think. So I think the other teams are like renovating their current one, like Liverpool obviously are making their but you, making theirs bigger, aren't they? But you but it's just a football only arena. Right? And you also can't, if they're just starting it as well, that's that's a delay there. Yeah. And he's it, already had this plan in place. Yeah, so if you if you were to include league games and if you were to include cup games, let's just Let's just talk about Liverpool for a minute. So, league games and cup games. And they had a good run in both cups. 18 days at Anfield for the league. And let's say six, seven. Let's just say seven. 35 days using that stadium only. Daniel Levy created this stadium so that we could use it 365 days. Mm -hmm. And we're quite a way away from that right now. But by 25-26 season, I think we'll be using it. We're already using it far more than any other team in the league. In Europe, in fact. And it's only going to get better. So I think, Hannah, you asked the question about the um, the naming rights. Do you want to ask that question again? Oh, I'm going to have to find it now. So Put me you... on the spot. So I think it, I just said, was this is this why we haven't sold the rights, the naming rights to the stadium? Right. What do you guys think? I can't, it's never crossed my mind. I, I never look into the financial things because it just goes way in my head. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it is a good <laughs> idea if we if we away. if we maybe look into the financial things. We're not going to say too <laughs> Sorry, much <Josh>. about. <laughs> we're not going to say too much about too much about that. Uh, right now, just in case it doesn't happen, um, may- maybe we can. So we have um, an accountant who is taking a look at the financial statements. Sent her the last three years, and she said, "Why did you send me the last three years? Because the the two previous years are consolidated in this one, so I learned something new." And hopefully, we're going to have a football financier on who's going to 
take into account what the accountant has said about the financial statements and where we stand. And hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have this, this pod out. Now, what Daniel Levy has said about the naming rights was that, he said this at the conference, didn't he, with the, the fan, fan conference thing, where he said that we believe that having the brand name of Tottenham Hotspur was more important. Personally, I think that he's killed two birds with one stone because prior to COVID, we had um, naming rights and sponsorship deals were huge. COVID came along and sort of scuppered all of that. And so the price and the fee that he wants for the naming rights, especially as AIA ends in 2027, the sponsorship there with them, maybe it will continue, although I don't think so. By 2027, a few things are going to happen. If we continue to grow the way we are and other teams have to be a lot more prudent with their money, we're going to probably win the league. Number two, we're going to then be in a position to have naming rights. Nearly 10 years on from COVID, the world has restored and gone back to normality, which means that we probably have the biggest naming rights deal in footballing history. And onwards and upwards. So yeah, if he had probably received a deal where he could sell the naming rights for what he wanted, he probably would have, but because he didn't, he did expand the brand. And uh, Donna Cullen has, has done a good job there. Yeah. Any questions on Levy time? Um, no, purple and gold can get in the bin. Purple and gold until the club is sold. Oh, oh, is that why they came up? Is that why they yeah. came up with it? Oh, it's also sorry. because wasn't it? Um, um, I oh, might be wrong, but I swear it was like the last, like away kit and third kit we had before Enik took over. It was a purple kit and a yellow yeah. kit. Yeah, I mean that might be wrong, but I'm pretty. I'm, I might be right. I don't know. I'd love to know who they want to sell to. Firstly, Elon Musk. It's a <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> right. Like I said, you don't you Jeff don't Bezos. know who the uh, you don't know who the bad person is until uh, exactly. until you're involved in it, right? Generally, billionaires aren't great people. To be honest with you, and you're going to have to be a billionaire to buy the club. So you're going to end up multi billionaire, yeah, exactly. by the way, not not just having one Who's or two prepared billion. to potentially lose money as well because you have well, to no, be prepared Andrew to takes lose a lot of money. <laughs> Him and Joe Barton could team up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you have to be prepared to lose money as well when you run a football club. So I don't know who these billionaires are that they know who yeah. would... Yeah, I, I don't know. Very odd, short-sighted. They want... Is it the Qataris? That's who they want to be state-owned. But Qatar... Great. So, look, what the news in Qatar is they really, really want a stake in Spurs. The problem that they have is PSG. But they, they also want it has to be a, they want a hundred percent. They want a hundred percent, yeah. And but they can't have a hundred percent because of the stake that they have in PSG. You can't have two clubs in the Champions League and and, and that that would happen, right? So it, Yeah, because that's what um is it Girona? They won't be allowed to play in the Champions League, will they? Because of Man City. Because the same they Man City's owners also own Girona. Yeah. Yeah. Which is mad. Yeah, so I'll tell you what, when a few years ago when I heard Damien Connolly say that in the future, Spurs fans will understand that a statue should be built of Daniel Levy outside the stadium. At the time, I thought, what the, what is this guy, what is he on? But you know what? When you speak to some 
people who are in finance and we're going to and i really can't wait for that podcast i'm really really can't wait so i had a chat with by the way with the accountant said and i said you need to be on I said, I think like, you need to be on. She goes, I can't, I can't. Like this no. is someone. Well, this, 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 this is pew pew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. She, she can't, she can't, and never has ever left a voice note because she doesn't like the sound of her own voice. So, but we'll, we'll have her on, right? And when, when you when you listen to some of these finance people and they say you don't know what you have, and you don't know how lucky you are, and they've been sort of predicting this. Now, in the last two weeks, everyone's jumped on this high horse and said, you know, on the bandwagon, and said, oh well, look. You know, it's levy time and maybe we were wrong. And Anyway, we'll do the pod uh, over the next week or two and we'll get things right. And it's going to be really, really cool. So on to Ere, a.k.a. Divikant, who is the go on X and whose handle is Ere9898. is spelled the way it is. Thank you, Josh. So follow him. He asks, thoughts on Ryan Sissing on joining Drill, Drill Group OFB on a six-month loan? I don't know what that is, so I'm going to go. <laughs> I have no idea. Come on, man. Come on, George. Oh, I was waiting for um, you two to get involved first. I want to just piggyback off of it. So Drill Grip is basically some like gangster app. I mean, Johnny, you know what gangster app is. You remember too. Yep, yep. yeah. So yep. it's that, but in England. And uh, OFB, anyone know anything about them? Yeah. Come on. I'm the old guy on here. Old original yeah, farm boys? Original farm boys? What the fuck? Put it is that this really way: what it is? they they would eat setting on alive. Okay. <laughs> our di- our divvy cunt, he knows exactly what he's doing here, and he's going to be on soon as well. And I can't so wait. Naughty. He, I can't wait for him to be on. <laughs> Hannah, by the he way, you have to sort. If you said that to him, Hannah, you have to reach out. Eric, reach out to Hannah because Hannah teaching you right now isn't doing a job. So reach I out am, and because he's agreed to come on. So yeah, I know he's agreed to come on, but you know, I, one, one day a date. Yes, exactly. One day, one day, I might <laughs> have a Lamborghini. Okay, yes, set right. a date. Yes, well, so well yeah, you need to. You can't say, "Well, you come on." Yeah, okay. You need yeah, to. Yeah, but I was waiting for the when. perfect time. But that's fine. Okay. No, I just, just rush next me. Av- next available opportunity next week. Get him on. Well, listen, you were shoehorned in. I'm not doing that for everyone. This is only a day. He's not. Well, he might be on for everyone. He might take my place. You might do. Be careful. You wish for. No, no, we need we need Array and Josh on on the same pod. Yes, I can't wait. I hope I, I well, I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, it's going to be so much fun. And yeah. Billy T, hello, Mr. Billy. Hopefully Hi, you you're, you're going to be Billy. on Mr. T, Mr. Mis- Billy, Mis- Mr. Billy. You're going to be on soon. Um, can't wait because I've sort of like you know been sort of on and off Twitter friends for a few years. And, James is uh, a fan girl, Billy. I'm a complete fan. I'm the he wears Billy T pajamas. You really don't. <laughs> 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 Not been watched in weeks. Right, Hannah, you need to end with point five. Clearly, you haven't read the running order. Oh, I have. Oh, go on then. Um, I mean, I can read it exactly as you put it. No, no, you need to do it. In, you need to do it with your your okay. voice. Okay, I I don't know where we're at with the rating system review system. I don't know where we're at with that. I can tell you. Okay, let's start with that. So let's start with it. On Spotify. Oh, I can't tell you. Where's it gone? See my problem, guys. <laughs> there used this to be. What is going on? They, they, oh, okay. So since last week, we have had another 
two reviews. We were so 4. it is point, working. Well, we were at 4.8, but now we're at 4.5, but we've had two more reviews. Oh, don't tell people that. Well, we need to get to five. <laughs> That's not we've, on. No, it's not, because that means... That Who's two, done that then? George uh, Bannister. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to go down again as well after more calling out. <laughs> I don't care if we call that people. Do you know, it's absolutely incredible our rating was that high in the first place, considering we are just a bunch of cunts. <laughs> There's not a lot of substance to what we're saying either, is there? <laughs> no, no. So anyway, guys, anyway, guys uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review, if that's all right. Yeah, um, it helps. That would be really nice. It does help. It makes us feel good. And also, I want to say thank you, because... We didn't get to every single question that was sent in because we there were, were loads, absolutely right? bombarded. Yeah, wow, was, wow. I don't think we've ever 11 had or a 12 is like fantastic. And they and, were really good as well. And we only they put were. the questions out, like, literally, not even two hours before we started recording. Yeah. Incredible. A shout out to the Fish Finger guy as well. But can we also read out what Johnny thought? <laughs> what was... Oh, please, can we... Can we... Oh. Well, Where is basically, it? Johnny, what you assumed the Fish Finger question meant... <laughs> We need to address this. Please. There's a translation. There's a translation issue. I don't know if any if our listeners on the podcast can tell, but I'm not British. I mean, Port's mouth probably gave it away. Yeah, probably. <laughs> when I had Port's mouth, yeah. Um, uh, so fish, <laughs> fish fingers. I was thinking for some reason was like. You just had fishy fingers, so I was like, "Oh fuck! I'll put a fist up my ass. I don't care." Uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, you said. <laughs> no, here no, it is. Go ahead, Hannah. You can quote I'd, me. <laughs> you said I'd have two fists up my ass. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Your actual reply was, "Oh wait, translation problem. I forgot. Fish finger are what we call fish sticks." Yes. I thought he was saying a fishy finger like a finger in my bum. <laughs> Which begs the question, Johnny. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, Anna. Why is your bum fishy? Uh, like a I dog think it, bum. Depends, it depends on whatever pool of water I'm sitting in at the time, Incredible. to be honest with you. Sea world, I imagine. But, you know <laughs> what it means? <laughs> Hannah, do you know what this means? It means that we now have a sequel to Stinky Dick. We do! Stink, stinky Dick and Fish Finger. Listen, By the way, yes. that sounds like a crime-fighting duo. That is a crime-fighting duo. Can I just jump in here? Yeah, Can I just on. jump in? Well, part of my appraisal is innovation. Wow. Right? Can I put this down? Do you think that would but go you, well? You should put the, what? Stink? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's tell... I, I can... I know I haven't shared it with you, all of you yet, but you're going to see it soon. Hannah has a thing about stinky dicks, obviously. For fuck's I mean, sake. Right, and, and so we, we decided... <sighs> To write a short, a well, a novella called Stinky Dick, and it involves all of us, and it's a f- very funny story. The guys haven't seen it yet. I have started on it, and when I have more time, I try and write a chapter here or there. And I'm hoping that by the end of this season, it will be released. I'm really hoping that that's the case. And uh, yeah, now we have a sequel. Well, the way it's a... been put to me is like it's more of a biography. It is. It's more. About. It's more about. It's more about you. Uh, all the source oh, material. Uh, yeah, uh, especially Turkey, and there's there's, <laughs> there's other things that happen. But look, <laughs> our our research our research for the book comes from our group chat, which is the most insane, hilarious um, <laughs> group chat I've uh, yeah unhinged group chat I have ever been on. In fact, there were times <laughs> when I smoked my shisha at night. 
where I look through it and I say, I can't believe what I've let myself in for. And <laughs> I love it. And then every now and then, all of us just say, we love this group, you know, because it's yeah. hilarious. And soon we're going to let you guys sort of into it as well, which will be fun. Talk yeah. about that a bit, a bit more. We've got a title for this pod, Bonce Bay. What do you think? <laughs> I like it. Well, I said Bonce like, right at the beginning, and that's just... <laughs> I wrote it down. So, <laughs> that's, that's it. Say goodbye, Johnny. Uh, goodbye, everybody. And if, if I'm, I'm just going to say, if any of our listeners go into the Dog and Pony show, just say hello to the owner, Kyle. Just tell them that you heard you heard about this podcast, and and we might have a future a future something for you there. Oh. Kyle is such an American name as well. I love it. He's a oh. he's a really nice guy. They make really good Kyle. beer too. Good is he Kyle. the owner? He's the actual owner. He is. He is the actual owner. Yeah, nice did guy. You, did you tell him you're on the pod? I told him I was on a podcast and that we're going we're okay. we might be working on something soon. And I'm, I'll I'll just leave it at that for our listeners. If any of our uh, travelers come to the Detroit area to watch a Spurs match, um, and or dedicated listeners from the area. So stay tuned on that. So you're t- is he a Spurs fan? He is a huge Spurs fan. And you didn't tell him about our pod. I said I am on a pod, and I left it at that. And I'm I'm going to tell him all the details, and then I'm going to work uh, something out. Just stay tuned. I have to get him on. Next, because that, I mean, that's kind of why I didn't want to tell him all the details yet. Right. You can't say, listen, yeah, exactly. Like, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want this bar mentioned anymore. Jesus Christ, We're family friendly here. But America, America, America overtook Australia again. So I thought, well done, Johnny. Yeah, yep. I mean, all I had to do was talk to Kyle. Flag. Yeah, just right. not not tell anyone that what the actual podcast is called. That's right. I'll keep doing. I'll keep doing exactly what I'm in America. Working. America get a sticker or something up in there. Get a poster up on the board. We should. Yeah. Americans are all Colombo, basically. You don't have to tell them exactly what it is you're doing, but they will figure it out, and that's why it's they've overtaken Australia. Hannah, say goodbye, darling. Love you. Bye. Say goodbye, Josh. It's been a pleasure again. Goodbye. And see you later for me. Bye bye.